0: song, but of course, uh, we're talking about some stuff that's, that's pretty old. <laughs> Timeless. <laughs> yes. Good morning. It's Risenstein. It's Victory 91.5. If you have been following along on the blog, it makes it a lot easier as Ray is in teaching on Yom Kippur specifically out of Revelation. So go to victory.radio, click on blog, and here we go with the final hour. It's exciting stuff. Mm.
1: This is the Four Horsemen. We wonder what all that's about. He's got the four creatures, the four horsemen, the four tribes. Well, they're going to start opening the seals. Now, we're talking about the Day of Atonement. all right. So, this all is what's happening in heaven, in the sanctuary in heaven, just like the sanctuary down where the priest is, where Moses would have been. So, the opening of the seven seals in chapter 6 is that continuation. It's a courtroom scene. God's looking at us. He's checking everything out. He's making his mind up because the opposite end of this is, is the actual carrying out of the verdict so each horseman features several elements it's announced by one of the four living creatures we just talked about they're a horse of a different color literally Uh, every horse is a rider and the rider is something with them the first has a bow and a crown second one's a great sword the third has a pair of scales and the fourth has hades with them each rider has an activity first one conquers second one takes peace and causes people to kill each other third Uh, to weigh in the balance and protect the oil and the wine. The fourth kills with sword, hunger, death, and beasts. So, start off the first horseman. I saw when the lamb opened one of the seals, I heard one of the four living creatures saying, as a voice like thunder, come and see. And I looked, and behold, a white horse, he that sat on him had a bow and a crown was given to him, and went forth conquering and to conquer. So, for all you worshippers out there, this is where you come in. The white horse is announced by the first living creature, the lion. So, the white horse could be said to be under the standard of the lion, of the tribe of Judah. So it's Judah going forth and God going forth with Judah to bring judgment. So the first living creature presides over the judgment of those who are faithful and true to Christ, conquering the kingdom of Satan in their own lives and in the world. So white is obviously associated with purity and godliness. You know, your sins are scarlet, they'll be white as snow, from Isaiah 1. In Revelation, God sits on a white throne. He rides a a white horse and the saints wear white clothes, Mm -hmm. made white in the blood of the Lamb. So uh, Riders, obviously, Christ parallels the second coming in Revelation 19. The writer holds in his hand a bow, one of the primary weapons of warfare. He rides in the world conquering and to conquer, it says, his faithful people are his principal weapons. You are his weapon. For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war according to the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty in God for pulling down strongholds. So you see, remember, everything going on in the sanctuary of heaven is going on in the sanctuary of earth. So this worship that we're doing constantly, this intercession that we're doing, this is the tribe of Judah, and this is what you're watching. Looks like this in heaven, looks like this on earth the second horseman and when he opened the second seal i heard the second living creature say come and see and there went out another horse that was red and power was given to him sat on to take peace from the earth and they that should kill one another and there was given to him a great sword now that's just the literal reading of the verse but now think about what we talked about that red horse these are these humanistic kind of um people that would say i'm a christian but they're not living a christian life mm. so the second living creature so let me just step back there So what are they doing? They're taking peace. You know, you ever get in the midst of people that are gossiping and nitpicking and challenging and all that? That's the red horse. That's what this tribe, that's what these people do. This is um, Reuben, the second living creature who announces the red horse. (laughs)
0: Kincaid? Or sandwich?
1: (laughs) More like the sandwich, I guess. (laughs) Uh, Who announces the red horse. It's like a calf. Remember, it should have been a sacrifice animal, but instead it was an, an idol the red horse could be said to be under the standard of Ephraim who led Israel astray into idolatry with calf idols I said Reuben, it's really Ephraim, sorry red is often used as a symbol of sin though your sins are like scarlet, bright red they could be white as snow, but these guys, they like their sin red is a symbol of Satan and his agents John saw a great fiery red dragon, the devil and Satan the great harlot is in purple and scarlet was sitting on a scarlet beast, it was full of names of blasphemy so all these colors mean something In fact, when you get real angry and rageful, you turn red, right? So this is that Ephraim spirit. The horse represents people who, even though they're written in the book of life, are characterized by living in sin, especially idolatry. And as such, their names will be blotted out this is the most concern because this isn't written to people in the world this is written to people in the church Mm. all right so this is why we have a great need to uh to love each other to help each other to tell each other the truth and to help deliver each other because only the blood of jesus is going to help in this situation otherwise these very people their names will be blotted out and that's as significant as you can get now here's the other thing and this is the hard part the other three horses simply appeared The red horse went out. That Greek word is the same word for the Antichrist, went out from us. But they were not of us. They went out. They might be made manifest that none of them were of us. These verses describe people who make strong claims about their Christian identity. They, they see them in other words. The Antichrist is going to try to appear to be the Messiah. All right, So these people try to appear to be strong Christians, but instead they're Antichrist. Their writer wow. is Satan, which can be seen by his activity. He takes peace from the earth, causes people to kill one another. So, you know, bickering, fighting, anger, all these things. When you get stirring up in there, you're looking at an Antichrist, not the Antichrist, but an Antichrist spirit. All right, so hopefully that's plain enough. The third horseman, when he opened the third seal, I heard the third living creature say, come and see, and I looked, and behold, a black horse, he that sat on him had a pair of balances in his hand. I heard a voice in the midst of the four living creatures say, a measure of wheat for a denarius and three measures of barley for a denarius do not harm the oil and the wine. And this is the black horse. The third horse is announced by the third living creature, who's like a man, associated by your your sandwich again, uh, the tribe of Reuben. Man was created in the image of God, but because of sin, man and Reuben, appropriate symbols of degenerate human weakness. Now remember, it's not like Ephraim, just in sin and rebellion. This is a human weakness and sin. The horse is black. That's spiritual darkness. Mm. You can fix that. You just shine a light. However, the writer's, apparently jesus and that's really important because he's holding a scale or balance in his hands and that's what he's doing right here he's judging wheat and barley were the grains from which bread was made and these prices would indicate a famine for bread So bread is the symbol of Jesus, Mm -hmm. the bread of life. So what you can say is these people have not had much contact or communion with the church of God or true teaching of God's word and obviously has not encountered Jesus. Mm -hmm. So they're kind of faking it. It's like those little wafers that they give for communion, right? Fake wafers. (laughs) It's like your fake meat last night, right? Oh, that was bad.
0: Hey, you haven't lived until somebody asks you for (laughs) (laughs) gluten-free. No, you haven't
1: lived until you try to dip gluten-free bread into into juice and pull it out. (laughs) Nothing comes back. All right, so there's hope for the work, and here's a big part of this, too. There's hope for the work of the oil and the wine. So the Holy Spirit is the oil and his blood the wine. So there's hope for the forgiveness of their sins. So these people are not without hope. They're not going to be blotted out unless they continue in this way. But generally, the hope is that God is going to pull them and they're going to respond. So Paul describes this group. Who by nature do the things in the law, although not having the law, who show the work of the law written in their hearts, their conscience always bearing witness. The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. For behold, the darkness shall cover the earth, and deep darkness the people, but the Lord will arise over you, and his glory will be seen upon you. So if there ever was a call or just a, an urgent need to shine the light of Jesus, that's why we do what we do, because these people without the lights are going to continue in darkness for an eternity. Mm. fourth horseman and when he opened the fourth seal I heard the voice of the living for- li- the fourth living creature say come and see and I looked and behold so remember all the horsemen to going out to see they're judging a pale horse his name that summed on him was death and Hades followed with him and power was given to them over the fourth part of the earth to kill with sword with hunger with death and with the beasts of the earth that is not pretty so this is called a pale or but the actual word is green horse the fourth living creature has the face of an eagle and is associated with the tribe of Dan. The eagle is a symbol of justice, but under the influence of sin, it represents the fierce enemies of God's people who attack them and tear them to pieces. So, the word translated pale is really green in Greek, but of course, no one's seen in green horse, so it didn't make sense, <laughs> so they always call it pale. That's really not. It's just a bad translation. But it's really the, the color of leprous mold, which is not a pretty thing to talk about mm, either. Leprous but it's, mold. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. But it's It's the color of death, right? So it'd be like leprosy. We think of that in that sense. The pale horse represents those who persecute Christ's followers. You get a disease like that, you're just stuck, and it's just eating you away. So the rider is death, and his activities to destroy with sword, with hunger, with death, with the beasts of the earth. These are the same four destructive judgments that are promised against God's people if they're unfaithful to him. Ezekiel wrote that God promised that if his people sin against me by persistent unfaithfulness, I will stretch out my hand, sending my four severe judgments on Jerusalem the sword and famine wild beast and pestilence to cut off man and beast from it so obviously an intense part of this p- particular thing but all of it is as part of judgment it's examining to set people free
0: mm. if you're following along in uh, in the blog um, good for you <laughs>
1: no, it's, <laughs> it's, then you're following along
0: <laughs> yeah no it's it's really good to follow along in the blog Go to victory.radio. Click on blog and we'll get to part 11, the lamb is the judge in just a few moments.